Last time on the Dungeon Patrol, our heroes emerged from the woods and joined a peculiar gnomish caravan en route to Twallingford. They rode into the troubled town where tidings from Redthorn led them to fresh mounts and a deadly night at the infamous Pickled Sprite. With the mysterious H looking to curtail their adventure, will our heroes carry on? Find out now. Episode 10. What? 10. 10. Yes. Wow. Everyone, uh, is everyone ready to play today? Yes. Yes, yes we yes. are. Awesome. Because I think uh, I have uh, some interesting stuff coming your way. Um, I know last time you guys survived uh, an assassin attack. Um, and uh, then you went back to bed, which not many people probably can do you know kill a couple people go back to sleep all um, in a day's work yeah all in a day's work um but you did it so when you guys wake up you will be level three Woohoo! rested refreshed and even more powerful more powerful but there's a little bit uh a little bit more to deal with there um while you're sleeping while you're getting your fa- last couple of hours of sleep in to uh wake up refreshed Call show you have a strange dream Ooh. and in this dream you see uh, a kind of dark-haired middle-aged man on top of a uh, large war horse uh, sitting in front of a huge line of uh, you know, mounted knights and soldiers and and uh, you're overlooking this valley and uh this man on this horse raises this sword high above his head and shouts something that you don't understand but you do recognize the sword because it's your father's sword the sword that you have and as he shouts he points down towards this valley and you can see this kind of town nestled um, between two mountains and you they charge down towards this town and you hear a roar of you know the soldiers following this guy down uh, the hill and you wake up oh. so that happened but you're still refreshed <laughs> it was just a little odd and uh, you're all level three now there's still blood in, in your room uh, I don't even know who was sleeping in the room anymore, but... Uh, well, actually, we're in the room I was in, so there's no blood in this one. Right. Yeah, we you guys moved are to safe. the bloodless room. Okay, good good call there. Um, that would just be weird otherwise. Um, so you wake up the next day, and you're still in the pickled Sprite, and um, as you walk out, uh, you see that Otto Forgebreaker, the owner of this particular establishment, 
He's out there. There are more dwarves out there now. It looks like they've been up all night, kind of bleary-eyed, um, guarding the entrances to this place. And just, you can see Otto's, um, looks like he might be packing up, you know, looking to head out of town. Um, and a little bit later, you see Roddy. Remember Roddy? Uh, yes. The young uh, uh, Broken Circle representative in this town. Mm-hmm. He's a little rowdy, right? Rowdy Roddy Piker is his name. Thank you for bringing that up. So, I'm so gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Does he wear to, a kilt like I do? Oh, I wish. I should have should have had him wear a kilt. That would have been like too easy for you to yeah. figure out, though. Uh, yeah, his name is is Roddy Piker. Um, nice. Roddy Piker. Yeah. Um, so Rowdy Roddy Piker, uh, he's there, and you can see him talking with Otto, and it looks like they have some kind of agreement. Um, where the Broken Circle will take over this establishment while um, Otto uh, heads to safer pastures, I guess. Hey, Otto, where are you headed? I'm heading to Gromstow. What's there? I have a cousin who owns a brewery there. You, so you're just giving up here? You have enough? Uh, just, I just, I can't, I can't lose any more kin, and uh, things are getting too crazy around here. I do not blame you. It is, it is very dangerous. Town isn't what it used to be, and I only expect it'll get worse. So, uh, we're leaving uh, tomorrow if we can get packed up. Are you are you taking the pickled sprite with you? <laughs> of course, asking I'm for a friend. You know, <laughs> we could keep it safe for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, not gathering it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he's, uh, you know, it's kind of a little flurry of activity as he's trying to pack up, um, pretty safe now. Um, you know, because you've got some broken circle people, uh, milling about, uh, quite a few dwarves. Um, but, uh, you guys can, you know, maybe eat before you head out. That is exactly know. what I had in mind. Right. Awesome. Um, we're going to ask Otto. If we can take a look around. Look around the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's like, sure, go for it. Okay. Safe travels. Oh, uh, thanks. Let's let's get our first breakfast. First breakfast. I like that. So uh, you see that one of the dwarves is back there making, uh, making some, um, say, cutting up some bread and toasting it and uh, making some eggs uh, big slabs of bacon you can smell it um, so yeah you guys can have some breakfast it looks like they're serving anybody who's who's there and um, not even going to charge you I don't think they're just trying oh, to nice for you know. well Thora would like to talk to some of the broken circle people and just ask them you know do you do you recognize the um assassins the dead ones in the uh and you're talking to roddy yeah if if roddy is available he does not he does not uh recognize any of them uh he he but they had the signs on their arms like they were failed initiates or yeah and he he can confirm that for you that okay it looks like they were uh once upon a time, members of the Broken Circle that fell out. Um, and, uh, I, you know, why don't you, why don't you roll Persuasion? 
Oh, okay. I mean, this is kind of broken circle business, but if you're good enough, maybe he'll let you in on some more details. And, you know, Aleron, if you want to roll too. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Bjorn, since you have that background, <laughs> yeah, if you want to roll, feel free. Go ahead and listen, you know, we're one of a kind. <laughs> You know, I realize you're taller than me and all, but... Well, I've got the criminal contacts part of my background yes. as well. So, oh, yeah. yeah. We both yeah. have the criminal background. Okay. Uh, I have a very good persuasion. That's one of my I'm more skills. interested in the bacon, so uh, while they're talking, <laughs> I'm eating. I got a 24 persuasion. Uh, uh, wow. Yes, that's one of my... Anyone beat a 24? Not anywhere close. Uh, okay. 23, so no. Wow. We're very persuasive. Yeah. Very persuasive. Um, so you guys managed to... Uh, uh, get out of Roddy that the uh, um, uh, the Thurin chapter of the Broken Circle has split away. Oh, um, Thurin. Yep, which is the capital of uh, Ashmore, uh, firmly under the control of the Duke of Scornsby now. Um, and he, Roddy tells you that they've lost all contact with the Broken Circle and Thurin, and he hears that they are uh, now led by someone else. They're still active, but new name, new ownership. Um, still. Are, they, are they enacting a new sort of racist policy? Are they purging themselves of non-humans? Uh, he's not sure, but said that a lot of the high-level members in Thurin were uh, half-elves and halflings, oh. and they, have, um, they, they believe that they are dead now. Does he have a name of the new leader? Um, he does. And since you got a 24, I'll yeah. tell you. Just uh, whisper right in my ear. <laughs> uh, maybe you've heard of him. Vorm Silverleaf. Vorm Silverleaf? Have I mm -hmm. heard of him? Um, I would say probably not. Okay. <laughs> nope, can't say do. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, but no. Maybe, but no. <laughs> Uh, no, but he, he's, uh, uh, he was a kind of a middling member from what Roddy knows of, uh, of the Thurin chapter and, uh, human mm -hmm. and suddenly is now in charge. And apparently they're calling themselves the whispers, whisper, mm, the whispers, the whispers. So, so, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, uh, Roddy, is there a way that we could contact other members of Broken Circle in other towns? Let them know that we are friends? Um, he, uh, he nods and then he looks at uh, Aleron and Bjorn and uh, maybe assumes that you guys know this. Um, and uh, I'll say, I'll just say that uh, Aleron for sure you do mm -hmm. um, so you know how to contact them and basically it's just you have a cloak or some kind of fabric mm -hmm. and you you know stick a dagger uh, on your door and how thematic how thematic very right cloak and dagger very cloak <laughs> and dagger so you know that that is uh, kind of a sign for you know, like parlay and, you know, safe passage mm -hmm. and things like that. Or you want to talk or you want to make contact or you need something, you need help. It's just kind of a universal thing that uh, you could do if you needed their help. Does does he share this with 
me too or just gives meaningful looks at uh, yeah, we all just look back and forth at each other and, you know, <laughs> nod. There's and, a lot of nodding. Dramatic mm-hmm. eye contact. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, uh. Some winking. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that could mean a lot of things. So, um, yeah, he uh, he tells you that. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So anything else you guys want to do at the pickled Sprite? Not really. So is that what come down to what we're trying to find out who attacked us? Uh. Uh, repeat that like the assassins Mm -hmm. were they we know who were sent them but does he have any idea who H is Uh, oh Roddy no no he has no no clue yeah I'll share the note that I found on them that little the note about this from the assassins had in their pocket take a look at it and see what you think Uh, right so he he looks at it and uh, he's he's not sure what to think about it. Um, he's just he seems really, really kind of upset. Mm-hmm. You know, like they should not be allowed to do this. And if he finds out who's behind it, there probably is going to be some some trouble. More upsetting is being woken up with you know <laughs> a weapon in your your belly. Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> that's a that's a great point. Um, Can we get some provisions from him? Uh, from Roddy or Otto? Oh, well, from Otto. Yeah. Whoever's yeah. whoever's running the, the counter. Yep. Uh, Otto's trying to clear things out um, as much as possible, uh, much to uh, Roddy's chagrin. Um, so he's willing to give you, you know, some, some bread and cheese and stuff like that. Uh, thank you, Otto. No problem. I'm willing to pay, but yeah, we're just, we're going to be on the road. Yep. We're low on rations. Any other kind of provisions we can get? Any potions or anything that anybody can help us out with in the area? Um, no. No. This is not a safe place for us anymore. Yeah, we should get we out should of here. We should go. Okay. So you guys are heading out? Yes. Absolutely. All right. So as you walk out the door, you hear kind of a creaking, jingling, jangling, you know, that sounds somewhat familiar. Oh, and uh buddy yeah and you see a wagon out front and uh you see the little gnome uh buzz beef is bang mm-hmm. wagon master 39 does and he still he, have his attendant sitting beside him uh she she is already in the back <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh darley's sitting in the back mm-hmm. um he looks at uh at uh Euthora and he's like Blondie, hello. Busby. And I wave enthusiastically. <laughs> um, so you have mounts now. But, yes. you know, he pats the side of his uh, of his wagon. And uh, he's like, I, I heard you had some trouble last night. Oh, we did. We did. Uh, and was all well with you? Ah, uh, yes. They they looted the, uh, the Gnome Depot. So. <laughs> oh, no. What? <laughs> the, no- the Gnome Depot. Uh, I, I, I've been so waiting bad. to yeah, yeah. Yeah, use that for a while. Um, <laughs> That's a really low move. <laughs> uh, they, they looted the Gnome Depot, he tells you. And, uh, and so there's nothing here for him. And they couldn't resupply like they'd hoped. So their, their next stop is Arguin's Pass. And, and they're wondering if, uh, if you guys want to travel with them. Absolutely. That's where we're headed. All right. Okay. Thora is very happy. We awesome. might be faster without them, though. 
We would, but we have the two ogres protecting us. <laughs> but well, you have a Thora's, barbarian. Thora's already ignoring the and and she's already up on the wagon. Yeah, yeah. I'm already up on the wagon. All right. <laughs> so someone will have to grab Thora's horse or tie it to the wagon. Tie it to the wagon. Yes. Um. So, Kulsho, can you get the horse for me? Wow. I would love to. <laughs> uh, good. Um. And Busby is really happy, uh, and he uh, he tells you all kinds of stories about uh, how things used to be on the road, and all the crazy stuff he's seen, and all the people he's talked to, and he has nicknames for everyone. And you guys have a great old time riding in the wagon, and um, you get through the day. The ogres are in the lead. You're you know leaving town, and um, uh, you guys make it uh, through the day without any trouble, which I wouldn't expect with. Ogres sweeping your path. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so you get, you're probably a little over halfway to a small town called uh, Orbreystone. And. Um, Orbreystone. 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 Okay. Yeah. And um, Busby tells you that, you know, he doesn't plan on stopping there. Um, but it is on, on along the way. And maybe they could have a little. A little pit stop there, you know, take a breather, but uh, they're headed straight to Arguin's Pass. And so you guys camp for the night, I'm assuming. Well, how close is this Aubrey Stone? It's a little under a day's journey away still. Oh, oh okay. So, so it's we're still, just like, yeah. So we're going to, we need to camp. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You put in a full eight hours on the road listening to Busby and, um, so you guys came for the night and I won't even make you roll. You've got plenty of uh, people around and um, campfires roaring and cull shows cooking up some good food for everyone. And even the, the ogres seem appreciative. But I'm going to have you guys roll perception. I, I see nothing again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just a 16. Uh, I got a 19. 19? Okay. 16. So so this isn't to see if anything's coming, you know, through, you know, you, you don't expect any trouble um, with as large a group as you have. Um, but Bjorn, you you just get the feeling like the, the ogres seem really um, more nervous than usual. Like they, they maybe sense oh. something, um, you know, they keep looking up, you know, there's like a full moon, um, and they keep looking up at the full moon and looking at each other and, you know, looking around and they, and they just seem a little more antsy than, than they were, uh, during your previous experience with them. All right. I'm, I'm going to get up and sit next to Cole show because I know that he was having conversations with them earlier. Yeah. So it they, seems like he's got, got along really he's long. He's got like a, I'm going to sit to him kind of, you know, whisper quietly to him. Those uh, ogres don't, they seem a little bit unsteady. Just kind of maybe point it out to him so he can. I had not perceived. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should go uh, see what's up or if you think we're just uh, being a little too paranoid. Well, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean there's not people out to kill you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so true. Uh, good point. Wise words from a barbarian. Yeah. I'm filled with them. 
<laughs> among other things. But I mean, you've got a little bit better relationship, and uh, they yeah. they uh, they scare me, so they're a little bit big. Yeah, you're like a bite sized snake, <laughs> right? right. right. Uh, I could uh, sure I could try talking to them. They're, they're I not, get to your back from a distance, you know, but <laughs> they're not big big on words. So sure, I'll uh, go up and casually walk over and. Okay. Hello. Uh, Did you get enough to eat? Uh, yes. Thank you. You're you're welcome. Very good. So, uh, <laughs> I noticed that uh, you look a little uh, unsettled. Perhaps is um, everything okay? Just tired. Long, long day. Uh. Mm. I remain unconvinced. Uh, he shrugs uh, not worried about anything are you you know think something things I should know perhaps I never worry huh I think I believe that <laughs> uh, they start scratching themselves and uh, you know <laughs> some flatulence in the air um, and they seem they seem to try be really trying to ignore you now um, and, uh, you, you didn't really notice anything. Um, but, uh, they, they seem, they seem fine to you. Mm. Well, I won't press it. I'll go back and so, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I got through. No, it didn't look like you did. All right. Well, you know, they're ogres. Yeah. They're not, they're they not keep too it bright. all inside. Sleep bottled <laughs> up. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to set your own watch, um, they're going to, they're going to split up the night. Um, let's be really good about watches from now on because no one more spider <laughs> bites. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently you can't trust other people to do a good job. Anymore. No, no, you can't. You think the dwarves got security <laughs> down and next thing you know, people are dying. So <laughs> we'll do our normal watch. Yeah. Okay. So you guys do your normal watch, uh, and they seem to be trading off and you don't notice anything else weird with them. Um, you know, they're taking turns, uh, getting through the night and, um, you wake up the next day and get ready to hit the road. Hmm. Okay. All right. Let's go. So you guys are back on the road and Busby starts up with the old stories again and you're having a good time, Thora. And everyone else is riding along. Um, I'm going to ride out ahead. Riding ahead? Yeah. Ahead of the ogres? I, ahead of the ogres. I don't want to hear the stories. All right. And I don't want to be riding catch their dust. So. Ungumdrop. And I'm going to be kind of trying some <laughs> tricks, you know, with, with Gumdrop, a Darley, and when she pays attention, you know. Oh, you're still trying to impress. Well, I don't want to show her that I'm a one-trick pony. <laughs> Uh, all right then. Um, so yeah, nice. Thank you. <laughs> and I'll, you know, I'll just, I won't bother her, but I'll just make sure that she knows that I know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not awkward. Okay. No. Um, so you guys. And meanwhile, I'll chat with Darlie and talk to her about, uh, you know, books and figures and the very exciting life she must have as an actuary. And <laughs> now, now who looks like the of- impressive one? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you both are so exciting um, in very different ways, I'm sure, to Darlie. Yeah. Uh, so 
you guys are, uh, you know, uh, trying I'll talk to talk to her about her, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll really try to understand what makes her tick. How are you feeling today? Yeah. yeah. Well, that must be really, like that. really exciting, really challenging. Yeah. Uh, she, she really perks up, you know, if you start asking her Oof. about numbers and things, yeah, she'll, she'll, uh, she'll start going on. She's, she's almost numbers. talking as, as much as Busby now Wow. You know, about the, how much work it takes to you know, keep this operation running and, you know, keep it profitable. And, you know, and she tells you her uncle is, you know, reminds you that he's, he's, uh, in charge of the FTA. So impressive. Yeah. So, you know, she's, she's dropping some, some names. Those now. are some big shoes to fill. Right. And she kind of blushes at that. Like, like you assume that she's gonna, you know, take oh, over someday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So nice. <laughs> Gnomes and their money. <laughs> I'm going to wink at Bjorn. <laughs> That's how it's done. <laughs> like, oh, what's up there? Uh, is that cool show? I think he's calling me. <laughs> uh, but you're doing it with flair now because you learned oh. all these tricks on your phone. I'm going to prance up to the front of the caravan. This isn't my first rejection. It won't be my last. Yeah, yeah it's tough. It's tough. Uh, so you guys, uh, you uh, ride along and everything seems fine. Um and you pull up to this, uh, there's a hill, uh, it's a little more heavily wooded, and then all of a sudden there's a clearing. And on this small uh, clearing on this hill, you see uh, a village. Um, and it looks pretty small, um, except that there is a very large uh, black cube sitting on top of the hill. And I'm talking like it's a, you know, building-sized cube of just solid black stone, you assume? Um, no kind carvings of, or anything in the nothing. surface? Just smooth. Smooth. Yep. So this is on the hill right before the village? Uh, it's kind of overlooking the village. I think this might be Arguin's Pass. Um, this would be Orbury Stone. Or, or we, yeah. are, or we yeah. haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna ask Busby. Oh, is this always here? What What is that thing? Oh yes, it, it's always here. It's it's the uh, Arcanum, the Arcanum Arcanorum. Uh, I guess a bunch of wizards and stuff live there. Don't know much about it myself, but uh, some of these people might know more. Some of what people? Uh, he gestures to the people in the town. Oh, the I see. Villagers. Yeah. Uh -huh. I'll, I'll ride around the stone just looking at it. All right. Will that catch up? So you're way off ahead then. Um, I was thinking 50 to 100 yards. Just okay. kind of throughout the day fluctuating. Okay. Uh, so you get up there and it is, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's completely smooth and it is, it appears to be a, just a giant cube that's sitting on this hill, um, completely unadorned, no windows, no doors, nothing. Um, and you see that, you know, as you rode through the village, um, you know, no one really uh, pays much attention to you. Um, but you would probably notice that the people here are a little, you know, a little strange. Um, so, uh, you know, lots of colorful tents and people, uh, uh, you know, dressed uh, flamboyantly. Uh, walking around and you see lots of, you know, like entertainers and things like jugglers and, um, 
swords, you know, swallowers and, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, like a mini circus. Um, and, uh, Busby will tell you that, you know, the town is, you know, it's an, it's an interesting place because, you know, people come here hoping to, you know, uh, gain entry to the, uh, Arcanum and, you know, they end up, some of them end up staying and, you know, they're kind of quirky types, you know, they, you know, maybe traveled and maybe seen the world and come here. They're drawn here. I don't know. I don't know how to compare it. Um, well, it sounds very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an artist commune you can think of. There's not any mimes, are there? Uh, might be. Um, but none that you see. Yeah, that's a close one. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a strange, uh, little village that just has kind of grown up as you know people have been drawn to this place and it's you know like i said very quirky uh sort of community they, so are we gonna i remember the gnome wasn't wanting to stop uh yeah there's no gnome depot here so and he does his he has an empty cart and, and he has an empty guy. cart but yeah. there is a big box like a big <laughs> Black box. Right. They're <laughs> big so, box. We're passing through the town, though. Does there look like there's a general store? Um, or any there's some artisans around. An you know? inn to get lunch. Yeah, there are very few uh, permanent structures. A lot of tents. Um, but you okay. could probably get you know provisions and things here, certainly. Um, I, I would like to just chat with some of the locals. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Busby, you know, stops. He said he wanted to take a break here, you know, and uh, it's probably mid-afternoon. And uh, Stretch your legs, get yeah. a bite to eat, and yeah. Yeah, so you guys uh, kind of head out um, uh, and scope out town. And um, But as you're walking off, a, a teenage boy comes walking up to you, um, and he... He just walks straight for you, and he says, Hey, are you the group from Endwall? Who, who, no. who are you? Uh, my, my name's Tomlin. I'm, I'm looking for some people from Endwall. Um, okay, okay. And he starts to... Maybe we could help you. Uh, oh, do, do you know If we see that? them, we could pass the message along for you. Uh, well... I, I need him to follow me. I, I don't really have a message. Oh, okay. Well, where where should we tell them to go? Uh, well, I, I need to I need to bring him there. It's that big cube oh. know, over there. Oh, it's, well, who should we be looking for? This group from Endwall. Uh, I I just heard there'd be a group from Endwall, like four of them, I guess. To say they were like a group of warriors, like really, <laughs> I mean, have they gained a following? There's a really handsome halfling in the group. It's impossible <laughs> to miss him. Oh, uh, now you're tempting me. <laughs> uh, Who told you about this? Yeah. Who sent you? Uh, well, my my master sent me. Um, I'm, Who is your master? Oh, uh, he he's one of the elders in, in, over there. So t uh, I'm sorry. What's your name again? Uh, Tomlin. Uh, Tomlin. Tomlin. Hi, Tomlin. I am Thora, and 
And I am one of the ones you are looking for. Oh, oh, good. Uh, follow me then. Okay. Just her. I will go. <laughs> just her, not the other three. <laughs> we were just joshing with you. You look like you need a little uh, pick-upper. Uh, all right, all right, all right, cool. Um, yeah, this this way then. He's clearly got a good sense of humor. Yeah. If he has, I just imagine him having bangs over his eyes and mm-hmm. flipping mm. his head all the time. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so he, he starts taking off. Uh, he's you walking away. The cure. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe he's listening to a little bit of the cure. Huh. Yeah, of course he. Yeah, does. the author is gonna follow him. Okay, just uh, seems like some. Yeah. I was thinking we like maybe tied the horses to the wagon when we got off to walk around. Oh, uh, my horse was tied to the wagon already. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So Busby, <laughs> he, he comes running up and he's like, you know, we can't we can't stay long, so we'll, we'll leave your horses here if we have to go. But catch up, uh, hang tight. Yes, I hope it's not long. Okay. So, um, you follow Tomlin and he's just kind of like slouch walking, you know, very slowly up to, up the hill to... Well, Thor's going to try talking to him the whole way up. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are you going to say? So, uh, did you say, what is your master's name? Uh, his name's Gundry. Gundry? Ah, and how long have you been here? Uh, um, like five... Five, um, I'm not sure, actually. Five, five what? Uh, years. Five years? Oh, yeah. so you came when you were small. Yeah, I, I was pretty little. And and what do you do? Uh, well, I guess whatever they tell me. You do not seem very enthusiastic. Uh, no, it's great. <laughs> how, how old are you? Uh, I'm 16. Ah, I see. How, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was coming. Uh, I am 18. <laughs> okay. So I he's, he, you were he flips his hair uh, out of his face and he gets a good look at you and he, he kind of shrugs and he's like, yeah, this way. But he's stepping a little livelier now. Yeah, like he has a place to go. Uh, so you get up up to the cube. I'm guessing they don't teach social skills in the, in the <laughs> school. <cube>. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you you get to the arcanum and uh, he he stands there and it's just you know staring at the at the you know blank wall, um, and uh, suddenly a, a, you think it's black, but then all of a sudden you see kind of a black rectangle appear that's like even darker and. Tomlin starts to walk towards this black rectangle on the side of the structure and he's like this way and he walks through and disappears. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> the Thor I will follow. Yeah, if there's yeah. anything I learned about walking through things that don't look like they're wizards, I'm just going to walk straight through <laughs> going in. Just do it. <laughs> Commit. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, this feels far too trusting for me to be honest. Yeah, and you guys can, you know, make your choice if you're going in or oh, not. Oh, I'm going in. Oh, yeah. All right, going in. Yeah. I'll go in last. All right, so call shows uh, going in last, and you go in, and right away, you're just in this room, and this room is full of books, and there are tables, uh, you know, with 
uh, vials of things and beakers full of stuff. And looks like there are a lot of little experiments happening, but books and papers and parchments oh, everywhere. That's very exciting. What a wonderful place. Yeah. And <laughs> it's very flammable. And on the other end of the room, you see a small uh, gnome who's very old. Uh, has long gray hair, long uh, gray beard, and, uh, you know, just kind of very wispy. Uh, looks like a mini Gandalf, like a third size Gandalf, right? And he's sitting in this big chair that's much too large for him. There's some books stacked in front of it so he can get up and get down again. And and uh, Tomlin leads you in. And uh, he, like, turns and he looks at you and he kind of takes up a spot next to the this big chair where the gnome is sitting and he says you know oh, uh, presenting uh, the duke of divination the <laughs> earl of evocation the king of the arcane Gundry Gadwink and he hits a little gong that he's standing in front of and he pulls something out of his pocket and it's like a little wand and like little sparkles shoot off in the air. And, uh, you know, you see the the little gnome is like shaking his head and like rolling his eyes. And then he's like, you know, <laughs> uh, the show used to be so good. <laughs> they really, jumped the shark. I'm really disappointed this year. Shark. Yeah. Uh, so Gundry uh, shaking his head and. He's like, welcome, travelers. Thank you for accepting my summons. Thank you. I am Thora. I, as you heard, my name is Gundry. I trust young Tomlin here wasn't too much of a bother. No, no, he did fine. Good, good. He's a helpful lad, but a bit of a moron. Oh, he has the personality of a turnip. <laughs> I liked his introduction for you. You should really. Ah, uh, yes, he he likes to do that. Yeah, I'm gonna maybe ask him to make one for me. Oh, sweet. Yeah, he could do that. Um, so good, Sir Gundry. What can we help you with? I've uh, asked you here today to beg a favor. That being. I wish you to carry a small token to the queen. Hmm. What type of token? Oh, it's a trifle, really. It's uh, just Ooh, an ordinary coin from all appearances, but in reality, it is a powerful magical item that will allow me to communicate directly with the queen over vast distances. And why do you think she wants to hear from you? I believe. <laughs> Rather <laughs> presumptuous. Uh, <laughs> good point. Uh, so uh, he's, I, I, I believe she will need my help. Uh, some within these very walls are plotting against her. Oh, well, point this to them and we'll take care of the problem now. Oh, it's wow. not that no. easy. No. <laughs> so, what's your relationship to her? You just want to help? Are you are you feel are you in fear of your own life? Are you asking me or are you in character right now? I'm in Bjorn? character. Okay. Sorry. Um, 
No, that's fine. You know. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, uh, he's like, one of our traditions is to stay out of political matters. And if a member of the Arcanum is actively working against her, I must put a stop to it. So what's in it for us? We need to work on your <laughs> delivery. Yeah, you, my young friend, get the pleasure of carrying this for me. Oh. I am an elder of the uh, Arcanum. I, I think what my friend is saying is that you are asking a favor of us. What mm -hmm. sort of favor can we expect of you in return? Well, he said, I am a master of many, many things. But my specialty is divination. It's clearly not uh, making large things smaller. You'd <laughs> have a right-sized chair for yourself. <laughs> I, I don't care about such things. Um, so, yeah, he's uh, he, he might be able to tell you something about your, you know, uh, near future, if you want to know. Um, maybe that would be payment. That seems reasonable. Knowing what foes we might face. Well, I wouldn't, wouldn't, yeah. I'm speaking metaphorically. Yeah, might, might be slightly more generalized than that, but. But it, it said he's a master. I mean. Right. I would expect more than just generalization. Yeah, I mean, like we're going to be ambushed and go see a psychic for that. Heel or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, don't eat the porridge or something like that. That would be more useful. <laughs> don't eat the porridge. That's exactly what he was going to say. <laughs> Uh, what porridge? Yeah, tell, point me to the porridge. Um, so he's. We would be honored if you would. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Thora wants to interrupt, and oh. Thora interrupts. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> so I'm envisioning her thinking. Yes. And then speaking. And then suddenly. Speaking. Could I get a personal divination? I have not looked at you as individuals. You are bound together in a greater cause. She she very sadly just steps back and says, "Oh, oh, well, that's sad." And want to make you Thora just deflated sad. the girl. Yeah, really. I mean, oh. if you're going to do a favor, then come on, Master <laughs> King Earl Duke. Uh, yes, the Duke of Divination. Um, so he is like, I see great peril in your path and it comes sooner than you think. Uh, so, so when does the divination start? I was going to say, somebody <laughs> just tried to, to murder us two nights ago. So this is not big news. Yeah, that's in the rear view mirror already. Yeah. Daily, daily occurrences at this point. Is this yeah. something he cracked open in a cookie and there was a yeah. little thing inside that we read this off of? Your lucky numbers are. <laughs> um, so uh, he uh, he he continues. He, he oh, says, no. he says, uh, but should you survive, I see that you will be instrumental in unmasking the culprits behind all of the strange happenings throughout the realm. Mm. Um, so the part where you said if you survive suggests you don't know if we're going to survive <laughs> I have faith that you will do what you must to survive and truly 
I have seen no other options. All is dark if you fail. So, Gundry, if we hold this magical coin, are we in danger? Is someone going to want to come after this? Is this going to put us in more danger? Yeah, that's um, why he's predicting it. Right. Are we putting a target on our back? <laughs> and you just say, well, grab this and you will. Let's turn off the GPS. Uh, no, uh, he, uh, he doesn't think that there would be any extra. No one knows about it. This is his personal oh, thing. Okay. Um, okay. So, Well, Tomlin knows about it now. Yeah, Tomlin. Right. So he's coming after you. We should probably like kill vengeance. him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so he's like, ah, I should show you what I'm asking you to deliver. And he starts messing around in his robes and is kind of digging in pockets and things. And then he's like, ah, here. And he flips it to you, Cull Show. I will catch it in the air. Nice. Nicely done. And slick. Uh, so it is, it looks like an ordinary gold coin, except there is on the front a picture of Gundry. And uh, I'll look at that. Really? <laughs> and on the back is also a picture of Gundry. Um, but uh, other other than that, it feels like a gold coin. Looks I'll bite like it. a gold coin. Yeah, you can bite it. And mm. Kind of. Yeah. It looks like it'll spend. You got anything else useful? And I'll just put it right <laughs> into my pocket. Be careful with that, young man. That's important. Uh, I don't suppose you have some potions or a magic sword or uh, <laughs> magic anything sword. else that can really help us in that, you know, in a meaningful way. I think you have all that you will need. Oh, my goodness. Oh, really? Um, yeah. so, no, really. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a big place with a lot of books. You think maybe some spells in here? So. Uh, An amulet. Yeah. Uh, right. I'm sure there's some. Uh Tomlin, uh, he uh, he like uh, goes over to a table and rummages around, and he comes back and he has uh, two healing potions that he oh, he nice. will give you. He's he's gonna give one to Thora, right? Uh, clearly, both to Thora. Oh, okay, thank yeah. you. Nice. But he's gonna awkwardly touch your hand as you're trying to. <laughs> They're all sweaty. That's yeah. fine. I'll take it. <laughs> there we go. That's more like it. What yeah. else can we shake out Any of you? Any kind of help we can Stop get, you know. complaining. Magic rings. <laughs> uh, uh, he, d- he doesn't have anything else for you. So the uh, coin, when we give it to the queen, how does she use it? Uh, I will activate it from my end and it will speak to her and only her. How will you know that she has received it? I will be able to tell so you're going to be spying on us the whole way is what you're saying. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I've taken a great interest in your adventure. I'm going to store this in my drawers now. <laughs> oh. oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I think we should slip into Busby's pocket and then, you know, find him when he gets there. That way this guy can't be creeping on us. Yeah. Mm. But you just said we're traveling with him, so. So but we could, we're probably going to break off Either at some we point. take the coin and trust that this man has got nothing but good intentions, or we don't take the coin. This is well, the coin is in my pocket. Yeah, we'll take so that. We're, the, we just go. And maybe think it this way. When we get there, the queen will give us something for our efforts. We'll see. Yeah. 
That is what I am basing this so entire this has trip been a lot of efforts. That is my uh, first and foremost motivation. Well, it's good to meet you and all, but uh, we got places to be. Yes, yes, you do. You definitely do. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Have Thanks a good one. Thanks for the uh, Good luck, travelers. Uh, you too. How, how do we get out? Domlin will show you the way. So Tomlin walks over and he uh, goes over and you can see all of a sudden like a rectangle of the outside uh, where the village is appears on the wall. That's really impressive, Tomlin. Yeah. And that's a neat trick. So he just kind of, you know, gestures. Here you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Come, come back again. Okay. Dora <laughs> walks outside. Okay, so I gotta work on those people skills, Tomlin. Oh, th- thanks. I, I will. <laughs> and uh, so he uh, stands there as you guys exit, and you're outside of the cube, and you turn around. The door, the gateway, whatever it is, is no longer there. Okay. Magic. Magic. Well, that was odd. Let's go back. <laughs> Okay, so where are you headed? Uh, well, we're going to have to go back and get our mounts from yeah. the village. And Did you want to ask any more questions from the villagers? Uh, no. No, no you're done, done with these folks. Uh, so you, you start walking back in the direction, and you notice that there's um, kind of a altercation. There's some sort of, uh, you know, uh, group of people uh, near the well that uh, has been dug um, towards the center of town, um, just down the hill from the cube. And you hear some loud voices and, um, you know, people are shouting and you get down there and, oh. um, you see that there's a, there's a small cart, um, uh, that's, uh, been pulled up next to the, the well. And on the back of this cart, uh, there's one of those, uh, robed heralds, standing on the cart and he is kind of trying to shout above someone else who's shouting at him and there's some people holding this other person back um and he's like you know yelling at them to you know you know shut up it's all lies it's all lies you know get out of our town we don't want you here and the herald in the cart is like you know the everlasting one walks among us, brothers and sisters. He has forsaken paradise to live among us. You know, following him is the only way. And, uh, you know, they're just kind of having a shouting match. And um, But uh, when this guy, this, uh, this person, who, uh, this uh, townsperson who seems very upset by the herald's presence when he sees you uh, kind of walking down from the, the cube and he like stops, you know, he stops fighting um, and turns around and he rushes up to you guys. Oh dear. Yeah. Every single time. <laughs> Religious fanatics, am I right? Yeah. Um, so he's like, he's like, uh, he runs up and he, he's, he's, you know, obviously very desperate. He's probably a, you know, just shy of middle-aged, um, uh, man. And he's like, it's like, excuse me, 
I, I, I don't know you, but I, I'm wondering if you can help me. Let me guess, you want us to kill that man? <laughs> oh, I, I wish, I wish, but I, I, I'm, I, I understand that you had an audience with one of the elders. Is that, is that true? You could call it that. Oh, um, wow! I've I've never I've never seen anyone actually uh, get invited in, uh, especially not four at a time. I I've been here quite a while. Um, I, I'm sorry. I I hate to ask this, but you must be important people if you were granted an audience. I I'm I'm hoping you can help me. I am desperate. So you have to tell us what yeah, it we is. What we can't. Want. I don't know if I help you or not. Okay. And he actually, you know, we, we've got things to do. No, we've got places <laughs> to go. So you know, what do you have to offer? Would be my question. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, I thought that you might ask that, and I, I do have something I can give you. I, I, I can if you can help me. So what is it that you need? Um, my, my daughter. Uh, Padriga, uh, everyone calls her Patty. Uh, she she left with these heralds one day. They they're here every day, every day at dawn and at dusk. They're here preaching this nonsense, and they took my daughter. And now I can't get her back. I've been to Arguin's Pass a dozen times, and you know, begged they, and pleaded. Did they chain her? Put her in a sack? No. She, or did she go willingly? She went willingly. She okay, did. Okay, well, is, oh. how old is your daughter? She is 13. That's oh. a bit young, yeah. Yeah. I, I need I need her back. I, her mother's not with us anymore, and she's all I have left. I, I need your help. And here, I, I come to my, my house. I can, I can give you something. Well... <laughs> Heroes. <laughs> they, we are going there anyway. Yeah, but do we want to get into more conflict as we go through there? The goal is to go through. Well, he—you heard him. We're we're kind of a big deal now, you know. I mean, I don't want to be a big deal. Yeah. We've got a reputation to uphold, right? No, no. Let's not a have a reputation. Swagger no step. Come on, people. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, you can go with them or not. Your choice. Okay, um, uh, out of character, real quick. The these herald people. Mm-hmm. Have, have we we've met them, right? They were the ones the robes, the robes, dark yeah. red robes. You yeah. killed one, like yeah. you killed a bunch and, of them. Yeah, well, <laughs> they were the ones they, with the the books. books. Yeah, they were those the same people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I was I thought so, but I didn't want to be confused. Yeah, and we um, were kind of gonna go check that maybe out anyways. Yeah. So and it's on our way technically. So uh, if you remember Wenchel Torvis, the guy you interrogated and Elrond shot in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes, we remember him. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember so, that fondly. <laughs> uh, he uh, he said that the heralds came and and forced him to write this book, and they mm-hmm. convinced Liar. most of the you know camp, uh, most of his logging camp uh, people to go away with them, and they were rebuilding the temple in. Arguin's in the pass. past, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it sounds like a place to get through as quickly as possible and with as little uh, conflict as possible. I thought we possible. were going to check it out. So, I, mean, so, I thought we wanted to get to the queen. What was your name? Ah, oh, my name is Markov. 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 Uh, if we find your daughter, uh, Paprika, I mean, Pedrika. <laughs> um, Paprika. Um, can I call you Mark? Is that okay? 
Uh, sure. Okay, Mark. Me. Mark. Um, and they call her Patty. Yeah. Mark and Patty. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> so mundane. Um, Sorry, um, I'm just world. bad with names when it comes down to if I don't write them down. You're, you're, um, you're like the new Busby now. Exactly. Yeah. I, uh, if we get her, will she want to come back? Uh, Otherwise, are we kind of forcing her to do something she doesn't want to do? Uh, possibly. She is only 13. Do you think she's under any kind of mental influence? Um, she's being brainwashed. Is that your idea? Possibly. She she left with them, and he he tells you that uh, he has not been allowed to communicate with her, see her. Supposedly, she was taken to the temple they're trying to build in Arglin's past. But effectively, you're asking us to kidnap somebody against their will and smuggle them out against armed resistance. He is kind of her guardian still, you know. Yes. At 13, well, I, I mean. I, I don't know what custody issues are in this world, so <laughs> I don't know if guardianship ends at 13 or something. Good. Yeah. yeah. But she she should have been married by now. Yeah, right? <laughs> she belongs with her father. Yeah. Well, then she can choose to do that. No, she's, she's too young. Is she in danger? Do you think? Uh, he, he definitely <gasps> would think she's Everything in we know about these. Yeah red robes yes this is bad we should we should we okay should, yes i'm in i'm in okay split the party big guy what do you think mm. maybe we get to kill some people how fun uh, yes yeah, well we're we're not on good terms with these people but they're also going to be trying to kill us is my concern he will pay us i mean he's got something for us so it's it's kind of like a job you know oh yes let's let's look at the payment Mm-hmm. All right. So the warm feeling of satisfaction you will get at reuniting the family. That's uh, true. Mm, I don't get that. And you're now unicef. That should be your group name. Heartwarming <laughs> is the word. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, follow him back to his place and, and he actually lives in one of the few um, kind of permanent structures. It's uh, you know rough stone. He's got some grass and stuff stuck between the stones. Uh, and it's kind of half in uh in the hill mm-hmm. um but it's a it's a cozy place uh, with a thatched roof on top and he leads you inside and um he goes over and there's a kind of a rough uh wooden chest in one corner and he opens it up and you see him you know pulling out blankets and things like that and then at the bottom he grabs a piece of fabric and he pulls it out and you can see it's like a very lustrous black um fabric uh you have my attention (laughs) (laughs) and he pulls it out and you can see it's uh, uh, a cloak of some sort and he uh, holds it up to you he's like this is this is all i have it had to be a cloak you just got one of them huh Mm -hmm. (laughs) just i have a very nice cloak it's fashionable yeah it is a lovely cloak What, what do you know about this beautiful piece of fabric Mark, uh, I I I was given it uh, by one of the elders who came oh. out of the Arcanum. So they um, do have stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we knew where we were holding. Well, we know where the door is, so we can <laughs> <laughs> rob the place. <laughs> go, go stick your cloak and dagger up on that cube, and we need some help here, broken circle. Um, so yeah, he he pulls it out, and I don't know who wants to take it, but he'll hand it to one of I you. I will take it. Okay, so uh, you want to roll your arcane? 
Arcana. 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 I don't think I'm too good at that. Yeah. And I rolled a one, so that's a four. Do you mind if I take a look at it there? Go right ahead. Yeah. I mean, if you all want to... It's a 15. Feel it. Uh, I will look it. at it Is as it well. Like satin? Yeah, it's very satin. Uh-huh. 22. What? 22. So Thora comes over. Yeah, the real spellcasters apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, immediately recognizes it for what it is. It's a cloak of protection. Ooh. It's very Sounds nice. Sounds like someone, you know, who gets hit a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to glare at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys can give that to whoever needs it. Who has... Low AC in the group. You don't have the greatest Actually, AC. I do not have good Your AC. Your AC is pretty bad, but yeah, but I you don't have great hit points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, therein lies the. <laughs> uh, you guys Perhaps can. The two of you should arm wrestle. Yeah, <laughs> I will win. I, w- I would. I would put down some gold for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna... uh, Sorry, I have my money's on Thor. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it like a plus one? Plus one. Yeah. To AC. Mm. You guys can, I'm good. You guys. Uh... So in game, I'm going to covet the heck out of that cloak off the table. It makes more sense for you to have it. So, mm. well, in game, Thora thinks that would be very nice to have, but also would recognize that if it gets you, to go along, oh, she would give it up. there you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good call. Yeah. That's a good call. And keeping the healer alive, his <laughs> hit points are, mm-hmm. you know. Unless we do some cool shows, then he gets a, what, 21 AC. Yeah. He's got <laughs> two cloaks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay for now. So, so yeah. Uh, Elrond, you, you, should, you should have the cloak. It's very nice. It suits you. It does. It's more his color. Absolutely. That's very generous of you, Dora. Ilo thanks you for your generosity, Mark. <laughs> Something you should think of when she's sick or hurt and you have any kind of abilities to change that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's, he's like, so you will help me then? We will do our best. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I, I knew today would be the day. I heard that some people went into the, into the Arcanum. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you. And he seems very pleased. And uh, he he does have one uh, condition, however. And he needs to go with. Oh, oh, oh that's oh. great. Mm. I like that. Mm. That's uh, wholly impractical. Yeah, he says that he has, uh, he spent weeks in uh, Arguin's Pass um, trying to uh, figure out a way to get in to see his daughter, talking to people, kind of making connections. He, he thinks could be that a he useful could really scout. Be helpful absolutely um but he's he's not supposed to go back um he's kind of been banished from uh Arguin's pass so maybe we should leave you outside possibly before we go into the actual encampment so mark do you have any uh, buddy to vouch for you any references we can (laughs) speak to (laughs) got your references right here uh that guy that was you were hollering at is he any good information is he any good to us uh, he's he doesn't know. He says they they send different people all the time. Um, he he doesn't recognize this this one, and they just say the same stuff. I'm gonna look out sure. the door. Is he still there? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Mark, um, do they do they? Well, how far are we from the pass? 
I about, think you might be yeah. about a day yeah. still. Looks like it. So do these, uh, do they stay here and down while they do their proselytizing? Uh, usually. They that's might, a big word for a barbarian. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I, He's I got know a few big skills. words. <laughs> you have uh, the best words. All the best <laughs> words. They, they, uh, they, he thinks that they uh, camp outside of town. Well, I think maybe they we don't want trouble. them a visit. Yeah, let's go check out the camp. Tonight, I, I get some information. Yes, yeah, so they murdered them all. That, yeah, sure. I, I, <laughs> I like you, Colshaw. Yeah, I'm not big on the murder. You're a people person. Well, they uh, are proactively you know, defend ourselves. That, that the more be we kill here, the less we have to kill there. If I know one thing that Elrond has taught me is evil and good is a it's a gray area. Correct. Yeah, it's about us and them. We're going to keep ourselves safe by stabbing them in the neck. Yeah. Good call. What the face? As you as you run your hand under the <laughs> yeah. while I stroke my cloak, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, that would be a good idea to get some information at least, right? I mean, mm. and disguises. Ooh, I like oh. the idea of disguises. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he uh, he invites you to stay at his place tonight, since it is getting close to the end of the day. Well, we need to go talk to uh, Fizzy. He, he may be gone already. Go. We should go quickly. He's probably gone. Yeah. Yes. Well, you said to catch up. We'll catch up at some point. Okay. Well, where is he going to stay for the night? On mm. the road somewhere. Mm. You know. You know, Fizzy. <laughs> so, you guys, uh, you do go out there. The Herald's still out there talking about the coming of the Everlasting One and how he walks among us and all that. Uh, and you, uh, you get out there and you see your horses uh, tied up outside of uh, this building that apparently is... It's pretty small, but it serves kind of as the local watering hole uh, tavern. And um, and your horses are tied up there and your pony, Bjorn. And, um, it's going to uh, drop to you. Yeah, Busby is gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, kind of figured. Well, we should probably, um, I don't know, wait for dusk for this guy to stop talking and follow him back. I agree. Okay. Is there uh, are there some actual stables where we could put our horses for the night? Uh, there are not, but so what does Mark suggest that um, we do with our? He has a little. Uh, there's kind of like a little pen uh, out behind his house. Yeah. Okay. Um, that they, they could they could be in. Um, that will do for tonight. Okay. I'd, so Mark, we're going to leave our horses with you, and you will take care of them. <laughs> oh, it's like yeah okay yeah definitely it's part of your payment right okay so mm-hmm. he uh takes the horses back and and heads over to uh back to his place we'll uh we'll catch up to uh, i don't know we well, come back to him after we go kill uh, i mean talk to this <laughs> <laughs> yes i mean yeah yeah we and can, then we uh, stay because we, we stay grab our horses house. and then because uh, that maybe i don't know necessarily we didn't want to bring our horses with right well, no, we want to well, bring he's in a wagon. When we go so into, we're have to oh no, to the when we go camp. into the camp. I'm yeah. thinking if we're going to be sneaky, you don't, you right. don't sneak on horses. Yeah, that's true. So but then we will return because I need to sleep. Maybe grab some grub, get some food in our belly. All right. Do you have any goats too, by any chance? No, <clears throat> I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> um, so he he does have some uh, some turnip stew uh-huh. for you. Mm. Good hearty turnips. Um, he's, uh, he's been here a while, uh, but he's not like a, uh, rich person or anything, but he's, he's willing to give you whatever, whatever he has. And he does have some, 
some food that he's willing to share with you. You've really brought out the bitterness of these. It's nice. <laughs> uh, so you guys are back at Markov's place. Um, and you are eating his stew. Um, and then uh, dusk settles in. I, I guess I kind of imagine walking around this festival, keeping tabs on. Keep an eye on him. Yeah, whatever this guy's going to. Is it just one of them? Okay. Finishes talking. Yeah, it was just one, but there might have been another one standing off the cart um, around there. Can we identify them? Is it something I can investigate? Um, Like right now? Well, I mean, if we're kind of keeping an eye on them, would we see more than just him? Um, Possibly, but that would have been at, at the time. So now it's dark. They're not there anymore. And they're not there anymore. Okay, that's what. Um, they went to the uh, little tavern place when they were done. After dusk settled in, they were pretty much done. He, he said they were there at dawn and dusk and they do their little thing and then they sort of disappear. Um, so you guys can do what you want. You want to follow them to the tavern? Basically, yeah. 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 I'd want to okay. follow them, go to the tavern. They're drinking. We'll get a drink and that type of thing. Okay. We're like private investigators at this point. Private investigators. Yes. I like the sound of that. And then we'll be, you know, assassins. All right. Well, interrogators, then assassins. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We've come a long way. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys rub You're off on me learning. after a while. It's especially <laughs> Thor against you guys when it comes to good versus evil. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Uh, so you get in there and you don't see anyone in red robes. Um, mm, interesting. And you can roll a perception if you want. 21. Okay. <laughs> I am so, Thora is so unobservant. Yes, it's sad. 15. All righty. So cool show with 21. Um, so you call show, um, you notice that there is a uh, uh, back door to this place and you see um, that it's kind of flopping around like it's been uh, used recently, hasn't been latched shut. Um, and uh, you go over there and you can peek outside and it's darkness um, and you see no one. But you assume that... They snuck out the back. Mm. Dirty bastards. Yeah. Well, I'll wave to the others then and see if I can look around for tracks. Okay. Why don't um, they sneak? Yeah, you can you can talk to people um, if you want if you want to investigate more. But it, it seems obvious with that role that that they uh, you know came in here and and went out the back way and. Maybe that's something they got into the habit of doing because the townsfolk haven't been super friendly or receptive uh, to their message. Um, so they're just trying to cover their tracks a bit. Um, but they appear to be gone into the night. And if you want to do a survival, you can do that. Yeah, I would. Mm, that is a 10. I will do survival. I'm that a- is 15. So I like to track humanoids. You do That's like to track thing. humanoids. I love to track humanoids. It's like a hobby. Yep. So 
My yeah, I mean it's not much more than that. It's a sixteen okay. that I have. And do you have any survival skills? Yeah, I can try. Everybody can try. Nine. <laughs> no, you don't. No, I don't. Uh, um. So, no, you. <sighs> they're they're being extra cautious. Um. Why don't we buy somebody a drink and talk about where they've seen the cultist hole up outside of town? Uh. Okay. Um, so people seem a little skittish talking about the heralds, um, at, at this, uh, point they've been enduring these, uh, visits, um, you know, for, uh, a month or more now. Mm. Um, and, uh, they're people here, you know, being kind of the quirky independent types that they are, uh, haven't been really receptive and, and everyone kind of knows of, uh, Markov's plight with his daughter because she was one of the few that, you know, seemed to run off with um, these guys in the night. And, you know, most of the town is pretty upset. And you can tell that right away that they're a really small, tight knit community. And they're not too happy with the Heralds, but they don't feel it's within their power to stop them. Um, Arguin's Pass is pretty close, and they know that. Uh, there are quite a few of them there. Some and, retaliation. Yeah. Um, and said that sometimes they do come into the tavern when they're done for the day and, and uh, you know, disappear out the back. Do they and, know where they camp? Um, no one seems to know. Hmm. But, yeah, they, they're they generally in the same boat with Markov. They just didn't want to cause a big scene because they fear for the repercussions of that. Mm. It's not likely they've gone far. We could scout around. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys, it's, you know, evening now. Mm -hmm. You've had a long day of traveling. I don't know if you want to rest or you do want to go scout. It's your call. Maybe for a little bit. I mean, maybe no more than an hour. Yeah. Okay. To see if we can get lucky. All right. Um, Why don't you, are you going to get your horses or are you just going to walk around? No, just kind of on foot. Quietly. They were in a cart. Uh, they had a cart. Um, Sorry, they didn't leave it. Though we don't. Yeah, it's still sitting out there. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so you guys go walking around. Just uh, I'm assuming looking for tracks or anything. And I'll just say I'll just roll and see if you get lucky. And no, um, I'll say no. You don't really. Uh, catch any sign of them no more tracks um you seem to be able to um uh move pretty quickly and stealthily and they seem to be very cautious so we should just return to uh, mark's house and sleep and uh proceed tomorrow that's uh sure but okay. you said they they left their cart yeah. like out and then yeah, you don't know if it was their cart the, or, oh, or not. No one's confirmed that it's theirs. Yeah, they just they were on a cart. So we take the wheels off or take the cart and then come <laughs> for it. Hey, I've got it's your cart. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> they'll come back for the cart. Right. I take the wheels off if anything. You know. Yeah. Uh, put a boot on it. Right. <laughs> boot the cart. Um. 
Yeah. So you guys can head back to Mark's and he's uh, he, he started to, you know, lose hope like he, he thought maybe you guys fled with the cloak. And uh, he's he's very relieved to see you. And he's like, that would have been a reasonable choice. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, to Elrond, that would have been like, yeah, you shouldn't have paid us first. Huh? <laughs> He, yeah, is, he had our horses. Desperate. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's true. He does gain a few horses there. Um, but he's uh, very relieved to see you all come back. You're kind of his uh, only hope at this mm-hmm. point. And uh, he's made up little beds for everyone, little space on the floor for you to roll out your uh, uh, blankets and things. And uh, got, he's got the fire going. It's nice and toasty in there. And he says the horses are taken care of. And, um, you know, we... Probably should get an early start tomorrow. Okay. 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 All right. So we'll keep our normal watches, though. Yeah. You're going to keep your watches. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be- so you, before I go to bed, we're doing that again. Use all my spell slots to make good berries. Oh, so okay. Plenty for the next day. Plenty of good berries to go around, and that is uh, the night. And uh, you guys get through the night. Nothing else happens. You uh, wake up the next morning. And you're ready to roll. All right. Markov has some some uh, breakfast waiting for you. Nothing fancy, but it's hot. He he's not the what was it? Gruel? Turnip porridge. 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 Turnip porridge. Is yeah. it porridge? Don't eat the porridge. Yeah, it's porridge. Salt to the oh, bacon. then we can't eat the porridge. Can't eat the porridge? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> uh that was just a joke, but um he's not trying to poison you. And, uh, but you can, uh, you can eat and he's, he's like very eager to go. Well, let's get on the road. Okay. Yes, let's go. Cool. So, uh, you guys head out and, uh, you're traveling, um, along the caravan route and maybe you're keeping an eye open for any sign of Busby and company. Um, but you get, uh, to a certain point, maybe, uh, three hours into your, into your journey to Arguin's Pass, and uh, you hear this loud, thundering boom off in the distance. Uh-oh. And um, it's odd because there are no clouds in the sky. And that is where we're going to end it for oh, today. Oh. Yeah. So, well, what the heck is that? Dun, yeah. Dun. Uh, like a thunder, thunderclap off in the distance. Um, mm-hmm. And you have no idea where that came from. But um, we'll stop there and you'll find out next, next, week. Time. next week. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Good job. Uh, I hope uh, uh, the uh, um, stuff that you figured out about the town and the arcanum and stuff comes in helpful. You still have that magic coin, and uh, maybe you'll be able to deliver it someday if you survive. Yeah. yeah. I am going to keep that like, in the bottom of my pack. Okay. You just don't spend it, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.